This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Every day, consumers diligently sort their trash, putting recyclable items in the recycle bin. But too often, they add items that can't be recycled. Those are very problematic for us because they wrap around our equipment and they actually cause us to have to stop the equipment once they arrive at our facility that will end up in garbage. Then, the midlife crisis is real. Midlifers re-examining their goals and what really matters. A renowned life coach shares her story. I think a balanced life is a myth. Instead of a balanced life, we really have to ask ourselves, am I living a life where I'm able to focus on the things that are deeply important to me? Those two interviews and more are coming your way on this edition of InfoTrack. Stay tuned. The show begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. If you're one of the many millions of Americans who recycle items in your trash, listen up. A top expert is about to bust some myths about recycling and share some common mistakes people make when they recycle. With this story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Susan Robinson, Senior Public Affairs Director at Waste Management, one of the largest waste management companies in the United States. So, Susan, let's talk recycling. What percentage of items that people put in recycling bins should not be there? Well, that's a great question, and we have really, over the years, increased the number and the types of things that we collect in recycling containers, and we've been interested in how many people are so enthusiastic that they want to make sure that everything they can get into the recycling container gets into the recycling container. And in fact, we increasingly hear people saying, you know, well, we want to put it in the container and I'm sure that the company will be able to find a place for it and we'll be able to recycle it. And in fact, we can only recycle those materials that have a market. We call it wish recycling when people add materials that aren't included in their program. There's about 15% on a national average of the material that is collected that shouldn't be there. We have some communities where that number is much, much higher. It can be upwards of 25% in some places. And then we have some communities that just do a really great job and only recycle pretty much the materials that are supposed to be part of their recycling program. Generally, those are the communities that do a really good job of education to make sure that their customers really know how to recycle the right thing. Some people put every scrap of paper in the recycle bin. Are there things too small that cannot be recycled? Yes. In fact, our recycling facilities use a lot of technology. And that technology involves screens. It involves magnets. We have different sizes of things that drop through that are too small, basically, to recycle. And that's about two and a half inches. And so we use size and dimension to sort a lot of the materials. So anything that's smaller then about two and a half inches. And if you think about it in terms of even long and narrow and can fit through a two and a half inch hole, those materials often end up in what we call the residual. And we are not able to then market those small items. So what are the most common things that are placed in recycling that shouldn't be put there? Probably the thing that we find the most is plastic bags. 
film bags. They come in a couple different forms. One are grocery bags or just single bags, and those are very problematic for us because they wrap around our equipment and they actually cause us to have to stop the equipment and cut the bags out of all the gears and the screens. We also find we have a large number of customers who put their recyclables into a plastic bag into their cart. And we aren't able to sort those plastic bags out. We treat then the whole bag as if it was garbage. We don't have the ability to break those bags open. So in two different forms, I'd say the thing that is most problematic for us are plastic bags. So I'm just picturing this in my household. There are certain members of our family, not including me, who take the recycling out in a garbage bag and just drop that in the bin. That's the wrong thing to do? We encourage people to empty their recyclables so they are loose in their containers. So when they arrive at the recycling facility, then we have the ability to sort them using all that technology at our facility. If they stay inside the bags, once they arrive at our facility, that will end up in the garbage. Wow. That's interesting information. On the opposite side of that last question, what are the things that people should be recycling that they don't? Really surprisingly, we find when you look at studies across the country, a couple of things pop out that are surprising that we don't recycle more of. One is aluminum cans. The recycling percentage of aluminum cans is somewhere in the realm of the 50, 50% or so. And recycling aluminum cans is a huge benefit to the environment. So we always encourage people to recycle all their aluminum cans. Plastic bottles are another thing. Soda bottles, milk jugs, all of those can go into your recycling cart. And then probably the topper on the list right now, as we see more shifting to online ordering, is cardboard boxes. Be sure to play to break down and flatten all those cardboard boxes that you receive your orders from in the mail and put all of those into your recycling cart. Our guest on InfoTrack is Susan Robinson, Senior Public Affairs Director at Waste Management, and we're talking about some of the do's and don'ts that you probably don't know about in terms of recycling. Susan, what about old batteries, double A's, triple A's, things like that? What's the environmentally friendly thing people should be doing with those? Do not put them into your recycling carts. Many communities have places where you can take back batteries for recycling. So very few have programs to be able to include them in any form of a separate collection. But many communities have the ability to take batteries to a hazardous waste site or some sort of a community drop-off center several times a year. I think your question highlights the fact that there are a lot of different ways to recycle material. A lot of materials can be recycled, just not through the curbside collection program. So we encourage people to look on your community website, go online and look, and find all the different opportunities for recycling, whether it's batteries or textiles or your electronic waste. Communities often have alternatives for that material, but it should not go into your curbside program. Yeah, when you were talking about plastic grocery bags a moment ago, I was thinking, I think some supermarkets do allow you to bring them back to the store for recycling. That's a great example. We call it the Take Back to Retail program for plastic bags. By 
collecting plastic bags through a retail program, they stay dry and they stay clean. And in fact, then they can be recycled versus putting them into a curbside cart. One, they do so much damage at the recycling facility. Plus, then they're wet and dirty and they basically become garbage as they go through the system. So take back to retail your plastic bags so that those bags then can have a new life. There are a number of items that need to be rinsed out or even washed very well before we put them in the recycling bin, right? There are. A good example is make sure to really clean out your peanut butter jar. That plastic jar is very recyclable, but don't leave it half full of of your peanut butter or your tomato sauce. And just how clean should it be? You know, I tell people to use a spatula and clean it out. If you want to rinse it out, fine. You don't need to put it through the dishwasher, though. <laughs> but make sure that you've cleaned out the excess food and there's no liquids, no excess food, because that can really create contamination problems for other materials in the recycling streams that can really render other material non-recyclable as well. I think many listeners remember the old paper drives that were fundraisers back in the day. There was a profit to be made there, and those days are long gone, of course. But from a community standpoint, is recycling a net plus or a net minus in terms of dollars? And if it's a profit, who keeps that profit? That question is going to be varied by community and by where you are in the country, quite frankly. And I'll tell you a little bit why. In some parts of the community, if you're comparing material going to disposal, disposal cost is very high versus there is a value to recyclable material. However, the cost of collection does mean that there is a cost, a net cost for recycling. So we find from a curbside recycling program generally, there is a cost. Often that cost is covered in the solid waste fees. It basically subsidizes the recycling cost. But we do then, once we have collected that material, we can sort it and sell it, and then is a value of that material when we're selling it to market. We're nearly out of time, but are there any other myths that you would like to set people straight on? When in doubt, please throw it out. Wish cycling can actually, if you put something into a recycling cart, don't necessarily assume that it can be recycled. Go to your community, look at the website, ask your community, and make sure that what you are putting in your recycling cart is included as part of the program. And that really helps to ensure that we have a strong, healthy recycling program for all into the future. Susan Robinson, the Senior Public Affairs Director at Waste Management. Susan, is there any place online where you recommend people learn more? Yes, we have a great website, and it's called Recycle Off and Recycle Right. And you can actually search for that on the Internet, and you will be able to find out all sorts of information about how to recycle the right things correctly. Well, thank you again for joining us today. Thank you very much. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, what really matters in your life? The thought-provoking answers, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. <laughs> 